The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, I wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up everybody, welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast, I'm Will Brinson, I'm your host, this is an emergency podcast of sorts. We are talking about Cam Newton, the former 2015 NFL MVP, former first overall pick in 2011, one of the all-time great Panthers, probably on the Mount Rushmore, is signing finally after a lengthy offseason with the New England Patriots, dramatically changing the way that we may look at this offseason, joining me for this podcast. We'll have a Monday mailbag coming as well because that's how we roll the NFL Super Friends, Ryan Wilson, John Breach, Sean Wagner, McGuffin. By the way, you can watch us on the YouTube. We have a separate uh, YouTube account for the Pick 6 podcast. So if you like this show, please go subscribe to it. I'll tweet out the link. It will help us if we can build a bunch of followers on there. Uh, not only will we be content kings, but our bosses will be like, oh, that's cool. So if you listen to this show and you like this show, um, Check my Twitter account or our Twitter account, and we'll have the YouTube up there. It would be awesome if you could subscribe. What's up, Johnny? I was just going to say two things. Uh, I got a haircut because I knew we were going on YouTube. I didn't want to look like a caveman. And number two, uh, you got you and uh, Wilson, you guys just had birthdays. Did you have a double birthday wish that we would get together for an emergency Cam Newton podcast? Uh, wait, 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 that's an interesting way to spend your birthday wishes. Yeah, I, I actually, uh, when I blew out the candles on the chicken, egg, and cheese biscuit that my wife got me on Friday morning, because um, we didn't have cake because I had to travel for a wedding, uh, coronavirus is still very much a concern. Cases spiking all over the country, which is why it's a little surprising, frankly, that the Patriots were able to work out a deal uh, with Cam Newton because the 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 issue, and it's a one-year deal, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN, the issue all along for Cam has been the fact that the pan, that the that no teams can work him out because. You can't travel. You can't take physicals. All the doctors are focused on coronavirus and COVID-19. Um, and, you know, same thing with Jadavion Clowney. It felt like the market had dried up. Now, though, you got to give Bill Belichick credit. The dude goes out and gets Cam Newton to replace Tom Brady. If Cam is healthy, dare I say that's an upgrade? Why? Wait a second. I'm not sure we need to give Bill Belichick credit, but it's June 29th when we're recording this, I think. June 28th. After- okay. Two days after. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wilson's birthday banner. We, we get it, Wilson. You're still. Dude, I ate so much chocolate cake. I've, I at one point in my birthday when I was in my twenties, I ate so much cake that I had a, like a beer hangover the next day. So this is a, a reenactment of that. You can actually have a sugar hangover, whatever day oh, it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's easy. Yeah. Well, spe- it's, I mean, especially at the age of fifty-two, which Ryan just turned. Yeah. Shout out to Sean for tweeting out that happy fiftieth birthday, and most of the people believing that I'm that I'm halfway to hundred. Uh, but it's late June, and 
sort of like the whole Tom Brady was drafted 199th overall. Belichick had plenty of time to sign him. We talked about Andy Dalton and all the other free agent quarterbacks. And it's here we are. I don't know if they know any more or less about Jared Stidham than what they knew after the season. But every time we talk about Jared Stidham and, you know, we've heard conversations that they're happy with him. We don't know that. All we know is that he got benched after throwing a pick six in the game where the Patriots are blowing out the Jets and he had to be benched in the second half for, for Tom Brady. So I, I guess Tom, um, Bill Belichick was the first guy to, to give uh, Cam Newton a chance, but it's a one year deal with heavy on incentives, according to um, Rappaport and, and Schefter. So I guess, but I mean, at the end of the day, this is Cam's job to lose, but there weren't a lot of other teams beating down his door and, and a lot of other teams clearly needed quarterback help, including the Jaguars, the Bears, the Chargers. So we'll see, but um, I don't hate the move. I like the move a lot, but I don't know if we should give Bill Belichick credit for signing a guy that no one apparently wanted. Well, I I guess when I say let's give him credit, it's, A, it's easy to default just to giving Bill Belichick credit because Bill Belichick does a lot of smart things. Um, yeah, it's like when people credit me for this podcast being good. Like I'll, you know, take it. Just, you know, um, for the person who tweeted that it's better when you're on vacation. Yeah, that, that, the person actually left an iTunes, an Apple podcast review saying it's a better podcast than Brinson. But it was a five star review. We should mention that. Uh, it was a five star review. So, but my point being is that, um, for Belichick, I think that he did a really good job of reading the quarterback market from an economic standpoint in a year where he's resetting things. And it all, it all has to play out on the field and Cam has to be healthy or has to even beat out Jared Stidham because that's all, that's all he's really getting a chance here is he's getting an opportunity to compete with Jared Stidham, um, into, you know, that job though. If right. he's healthy, he's not losing. It, it, if he's not healthy, maybe he loses it. But if he's healthy, there's no way in hell he's losing that job. I, I guess. I mean, Stidham's had a well. Uh, well, if the, if the Patriots thought Jarrett Stidham was better than healthy Cam Newton, they would not sign Cam Newton. Because Brian Hoyer is the personification of uh, a number two quarterback that you bring in when things go bad. Like yeah, with- you yeah you don't bring in Cam Newton three weeks before training camp's supposed to start if you don't think he's not going to win your job. They absolutely think he's going to win your job. And if he's healthy, he's not just better than Jarrett Stidham. He's possibly the third best quarterback in the AFC behind Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. So all of a sudden, the Patriots go from, I mean, Sean's giving me a face like maybe. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, but sure. Uh, okay, He's a top five AFC quarterback if he's healthy. Easy. And so yeah. all of a sudden, the Patriots go from, we're all talking about, eh, I don't know if we're going to have him in the playoffs. And now if Cam Newton's healthy, this feels like a, a, an almost an easy playoff team. And you look, they're designed for a quarterback like Cam Newton, you know, with the Ravens designed around Lamar Jackson, they have a bunch of good running backs. They can run RPO stuff. They can run what makes Lamar good. And the Patriots are kind of already have that because they have so many good running backs. They have Sony Michelle, James White, Rex Burkhead. So, and I don't even see how Sidham and Newton can compete because I think you're, you're talking about two skill sets that are so different that the Patriots, Cam Newton's going to be competing in his own world. And as long as he's healthy, the job's his. Yeah. I I would say one thing quickly. Uh, I agree what you're saying about how this offense will be taken to another level with Cam Newton. But unlike Lamar Jackson, the backup there is RG3 who can run that exact same offense. Lamar Jackson's healthy, obviously. Cam Newton less so. So we don't know how athletic, quote-unquote, he's going to be if he's whatever percentage he's at health-wise heading into training camp. And then if he gets hurt, God forbid, you are changing the offense to run it with Jared Stidham and or Brian Hoyer. Jared Stidham's athletic, but he's not Cam Newton athletic. So that's just the only sort of thing I would be wary about. Great news to get Cam. You don't know what and sort of going to be helpful. Shot, just jump in real quick. If yeah. something like that happens, you just say, all right, Cam's hurt. Uh, 
bring out the old playbook we had last year that Jarrett was running. You know, like there is a playbook that these guys are familiar with. Well, Breach, what I was going to say is the Patriots have shown, yes, they've had Tom Brady for so many years. They haven't had to be super flexible to different styles of quarterback play, but we saw in the deflate gate year on the fly, they were able to adapt to different styles of quarterback play that they weren't, you know, expecting. Yes, they expected to have Jimmy Garoppolo once Brady accepted his suspension, but then to make the change from Garoppolo to Jacoby Brissett midseason, that's a change they were not expecting to make. And they retailored that offense and they found immediate success in a short term window. So I don't think that's much of a concern because I think they're going to do a great job of tailoring this offense around Cam Newton's skill set. And if Cam Newton were to go down, say at some point in the season, I think they would do just as good of a job as tailoring it around whether it's Stidham or Hoyer next. And the other point I'd bring up, I mean, this doesn't necessarily matter, Cam Newton's success against the Patriots. So the Patriots have seen firsthand how good Cam Newton can be um, when he's healthy. In two career games, he's 2-0 and against the Patriots. 72% of his passes, 525 yards, six touchdowns, one interception, um, 106 rushing yards, and a, and a, and a touchdown on the ground. Like they and they, well, they, I remember they beat him uh, on that Monday night game. Uh, in Carolina, where Tom was very angry as he ran out the field yelling at the referee. I don't remember how it ended, but he wasn't happy about it. And then I think the Panthers beat him in New England, or did New England take him down that time? I don't know. It was um, it was it, it was at one point early in the season. Everybody's like, "Are the Patriots dynasty dead?" <laughs> like, <laughs> right. yeah, did you, um, for instance, you see Stephen O's number? number That's two? what I was about to bring up. But fire away on him if you want, Ryan. No, go ahead. I wanted to make a nice little segue to you. Uh, and, and Brinson, the, the Panthers won that one 33 to 30. And after that game, uh, Belichick said Cam Newton is the most difficult mobile QB to defend in the NFL. Well, and I would be curious too what you guys think, whether or not, and we'll get to this after I'll, I'll read Stephen O's numbers, but I am curious. Do you think the offense will be Cam centric if he wins the job or will it be the yeah. same sort of offense that'll ask him to run it? I mean, I think that that's a pretty critical question. Um, O's numbers, by the way, with Stidham, uh, starting at quarterback, uh, Stephen O from Sportsline.com has the Patriots winning 7.8 games. It jumps up to 9.3 with Cam Newton. Um, their division odds jump up almost uh, to 26.8 percent to 55 percent to win the division. They're now the the Sportsline favorites, I would assume. And uh, to make the playoffs, a 29.3 jump as well, 2.9 percent jump in uh, odds to win. The Super Bowl with we're, we're voting, by the way, that jump in the playoff percentage goes from 43 to 72 percent, which seems outrageous until you remember that there's one extra team that can make the playoffs now. Are you guys people already on Twitter and we're talking about this at an hour after Schefter Schefter's report? People are already on Twitter saying, I wonder how Bills fans are doing here as a rookie and dominated having no time with his new teammates in Carolina and, and sort of learning that playbook on the fly. I'm sure he can do the same thing in Carol uh, with um, the Patriots. But I think the Bills are a really, really good football team. Maybe Josh Allen feels more pressure, but I, I still think they're the favorites right now in the division for me. Well, I mean, I just think I think adding Cam is. I mean, did the did the did everyone think the Patriots were just done? Because it, right. it didn't feel like the Patriots. I mean, done. I'm I'm yeah. thankful because I was prepared to talk myself into the Bills winning the division just because I didn't trust Stidham. But now I don't have to do that. But I, I, I take Ryan's point. If if Josh Allen makes the leap that a lot of people think he can't make. The Bills are probably still the best team in that division. But if Cam Newton is healthy, I think the Patriots aren't just as like they're not just the favorite in the AFC. I actually think they're they're a threat to go to the Super Bowl if Cam is healthy. And now and like it gets lost because Cam hasn't been healthy for a while, but or that's at least what the narrative is. But it was as recently as 2018 
up until the last three games that he played that season, he was playing, you know, really good football. In 11 games, the first 11 games of that season, 22 touchdowns, seven interceptions, a 103.7 passer rating. He was really good in that offense, and that's when the injury issues started to arise. So it wasn't like we're talking about 2015 Cam Newton, which is always the season we talk about, about how great he was. He was really good in 2018 before that shoulder injury. Yeah. And by the way, uh, you know, he hurt, he, so he hurt his shoulder, uh, in 2000. He had surgery in, uh, in March of 2017, back during the, you know, when Andrew, the whole Andrew Luck and Cam, everybody's being injured, uh, thing was happening. Um, had the partially torn rotator cuff repaired. Uh, then January 2019 had another off-season shoulder surgery. Then August of 2019 is when uh, Cam injured his foot against the Patriots in the preseason, uh, running and, and when he shouldn't have been out there trying to trying to scramble. Um, and then re-injured it in September 19, September 2019 uh, against the Buccaneers and had foot surgery in December of 2019 on a. I, was, I think is it, is it Jones fracture or the Liss Frank? I think it's the Liss Frank. Right? Well, yeah, I mean the question is, how old is he now? 31 maybe. Is his body going to hold? Another one of Ryan's classic, <laughs> a classic Ryan question. How old is he? How old is he? He ain't fifty. I'll tell you that, Sean. You jerk. He, he tell he you just, what. He he's going to be. He's a year older than he was last year. He right? just turned thirty-one. That's what I said. I said. And I, well, the thing is, and we keep talking about the injuries. Is is we don't know that he can return healthy because look, the fact of the matter is, the last eight games he's played in, he's zero and eight as a starter. Huh. Uh, Nine touchdowns. Yeah, exactly, Ryan. That's what, there's a lot of stats that he, when he has been on the field trying to play through these injuries, he hasn't been good. So ONA is a starter, nine touchdowns, 10 interceptions, uh, really only one good game in that eight game span. So, uh, and you know, a shoulder injury, that's obviously big if you're a quarterback, a foot injury when you're a mobile quarterback like Cam Newton is serious because that takes away a big part of your skill set. So, I mean, you don't know until you see him on the field. So, you know, I, I'll, we'll have to see him make a play in a preseason so who do you guys game. Have, who do you guys have winning the AFC East right now? The well, why don't say, we take we a see, break? We need to see Cam play in a preseason game before he Why do we take a break and we come back, we'll, we'll uh, make those AFC East predictions. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, so uh, worth noting, the Patriots now 25-1 to to win the Super Bowl, uh, 10-1 to to win the AFC, plus 105 to win the AFC East. Those are all on William Hill, our partners over at Villa Hill. Yes, I'm going to ask you real quick. What were the Patriots' odds before Cam Newton signed? Uh, I think I don't think that they changed actually, oddly enough. Because well, that's troubling if you're a Cam Newton fan. Yeah. Okay. Um, they were basically even money to win the division before. Okay. I mean, I just don't know that it. I mean, does it change? Does it? I mean, does it? Does it? Dra- you guys are talking like it drastically changes who you I'm would not. pick to win the division. 
I'm sticking with the Bills. Spoiler. I think now I will probably get on the Bills bandwagon because I think the Bills bandwagon will clear off and the Patriots bandwagon fair, will fill back up. Before Cam was signed, you were on the Jets bandwagon, so it's hard to make. To make I was difference. telling you, you fools on this podcast that I think the Patriots are a great pick to win the division at good odds. You know, like the Patriots are trash. They're done. It's over. <laughs> that was right. Sean's line. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, Sean, who do you think is going to win the division? I mean, it's tough because, look, you know, you get judged on this in December, uh, you know, when we're writing about Who knows? NFL, you may but... be on Mars in December. It may not matter. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, no, look, I, I just said, look, I was not looking forward as a noted Josh Allen non-believer to talking myself into the Bills, which is what I was going to do. I did say I liked the Jets' odds when we were doing the HQ show back in March and April. I thought they were good value. Um but now it's clear to me. Now it's the Patriots, and I don't have to take that much faith in Josh Allen. That's clear? For me, I mean, I, I don't think Josh Allen is taking a big step next year, and I don't think he took as big of a step as a lot of people think he did a year ago. But I was going to take the Bills hands down if Jared Siddham or Brian Hoyer were the only two viable starting options on the Patriots because I think Josh Allen was going to be better than both of those quarterbacks. I think Cam. I would rather gamble now on Cam Newton's health plus Bill Belichick and that defense still being good to get the nine or ten wins. All right. I think that, uh, first of all, the biggest loser in all this was the Chicago Bears. They could have Andy Dalton, Cam Newton, and they decided to trade for Nick Foles. Are you kidding me? We've been over this breach. The Bears have been losers since March, okay? We don't need to reiterate this. Okay, I won't reiterate. But I will say, I'm on, I'm on the Patriots bandwagon. I was off and was absolutely going to pick the Bills to win this division. Now I'm, I'm about 55% Patriots, 40% Bills, and 5% Dolphins or Jets. Uh, so, I just think this reshapes what those defenses in uh, the AFC East are going to have to do. I think a completely healthy Cam Newton is going to be tough for the Jets' defense to stop, the Dolphins' defense to stop. Uh, the Bills have a great defense, so they'll be able to, you know, exchange blows with the Patriots. But, man, I, I, I like New England to win the division now. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, so what about the playbook? Well, Ryan, did you, Ryan, you're still on the Bills, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would take the Patriots, but. I would. I don't. Think, I don't think the Jets would be a shock either. I mean, I'll go with one of those. The Jets would be a huge shock. Just muted myself. What <laughs> would? Um, getting used to this new equipment CBS sent me. Uh, what would be? What do you think the playbook will look like? Well, I think Breach is probably right. It'll look more like what Cam Newton highlights what he does well. My concern is, and Breach actually, Sean both made the point that maybe it doesn't matter because the Patriots are the Patriots, that you can switch back and forth to whatever quarterback you want because Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels, but. I just don't know how long Cam Newton can play. That we don't know. We don't know how healthy he's going to be because he hasn't been healthy in a long time. He's 31 years old, or he will be soon. So, you know. So, right. This is what I would say about that, though. I I agree. Cam Newton being healthy is a complete gamble that we have no idea which way it's going to swing. I acknowledge that. But for me, it's the same amount of risk as assessing, does Josh Allen make the leap? You have no idea if he's actually going to do that. And so I think it's a gamble either way. You're either gambling on Josh Allen making a big step forward um, or you're gambling on Cam Newton staying healthy. And I would just rather take Bill Belichick to help that quarterback uh, as opposed to. Yeah, no one doubts that signing Cam Newton. No one thinks that's a terrible idea. But there's a, I mean, I would imagine there's a reason that the 31 other teams sold or I'll, I'll say this about it too. I think when, and I've been, uh, you know, we did the, uh, Patriots, uh, offseason podcast and did I, did I do that? I don't remember the all 32. Was it Ben Volan? Yeah, we did it with Ben Volan. Uh, um, I've lost track of all this. The, thank you for you guys for helping out on them. I was going to say, cause you did all 32. Well, I didn't do all 32. I did like 28. Breach did, uh, did, uh chance you did 28. <laughs> I did like five. 
I did. Three. Well, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I did. I did three. I think. So. <laughs> Devo did it. Fifteen. Okay, I did twenty. I don't. I don't. Okay, it wouldn't. Didn't mean literally twenty-eight. You did twenty-two. Well, yes, twenty-two. There you go. Suck. Yes, we are Christina. the wrong because you you made up a lie. My bad. Stop oh, the by the way, wait. Breaking news: Pete Prisco, Bill still went to the division, and maybe a lot more. That's kiss I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead. Yes, right there. CC old takes exposed on that one. Brenton, real, real quick, you mentioned you mentioned the. Playbook. Oh, let me let me finish my point before. Sorry, the point was uh, not. I'm to sorry, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to interrupt you. That's, it's that's fine. Cool of me. I, I don't mind if you interrupt me a few more times before yeah. the show ends. Um, the uh, you know Ryan, by the way, interrupted me and derailed the podcast. My point was that I think when you look at what the Patriots are doing this off season, is they're clearly focusing on getting back to basics and being a fundamental run team. And I think that that's something that Bill Belichick wants to do probably because of the shortened off season. He knows he's not going to have time to build out some intricate, crazy offense. I think you're going to see teams run the ball a lot in certain situations. What does Cam Newton do for you? He really improves your run game by coming in as a rushing quarterback. So you could bring him in and say, look, Cam, you're not going to throw the ball 700 times. You know, you're going to come in here. We're going to, we're going to put veer. We're going to put a bunch of like, like Gus Malzahn's offense, install that. We're going to run that like crazy for this year. See what you can do. And then you can go get paid in free agency. We'll get a third round compensatory pick when you do. So on that note, what do the Patriots like doing? They like throwing short to like their running backs. They don't really have viable deep threats on their roster right now. And I just mentioned his stats from 2018. That was the season when we were noting at the time they were turning Cam into like a short passing game. Efficient quarterback. He, yeah, he averaged 7.1 air yards per attempt in 2018, which is bottom 10 in the league, but not that far off from Tom Brady that season. So I think they're bringing in a guy. He's not as accurate as Tom Brady, sure, uh, but he can execute that short passing game as we saw as recently as 2018 when he put up those good numbers that I just cited. Uh, in the last six seasons, Cam Newton has completed more than 60% of his passes one time. So let's calm down with that. Number two, he ain't running a running offense unless it's going to be for two and a half games and he gets hurt again. I mean, you can't do that with him. I don't think you can run him out there 16 times and expect him to stay healthy. He can't get paid next year unless he's cashed in on some insurance policy that he that he made for you know getting killed because he ran the ball 300 times in 2020. So I think you have to have a plan other than let's turn this into a run first offense unless he's literally handing the ball off. Is he a better quarterback than Jared Sidham? Yeah, of course he is. But again, we just don't know how healthy he is. I, I love the move. There's nothing wrong with a one year deal. If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Bill Belichick. They have nothing to lose other than playing Jared Stidham. And I do agree with Ryan. There's definitely a worry that even if Cam Newton is 100% healthy going to training camp, his playing style asks to get injured and, and the parts that are most easily injured, his shoulder, his foot, the things that will get banged up if he takes a lot of hits, you know, that's going to be a concern for the Patriots because he's going to take hits. That's his playing style. He doesn't like running out of bounds. He's a gigantic man and he likes to run people over. Uh, and he doesn't worry about his own health. And I think the Patriots are going to have to convince him, Hey, look, we want to go and, and, and run the ball a lot more, but we got to be convinced that you're not going to be injured in week two. Because you're trying to run over linebackers. And the thing is, you look at Tom Brady's numbers last year. He threw 617 passes, uh, 613. Cam Newton, his career high, his career high is 517. He's only going, gone over 500 twice. So I think the Patriots will absolutely become a run heavy offense. And, you know, it's going to be up to Cam Newton and whether that will work and, and he'll have to stay healthy. And like Agreed. Ryan said, there's no guarantee he can. That 517 was in his rookie season. So it's been a long time. 
And they were, they were a terrible defense. That was Ron Rivera's first year. They were a bad defense. They were bombing it all over the place. Set the record for passing yards in a single season. By the way, is it, is it a little weird that both their quarterbacks, obviously not counting Brian Hoyer went to USC, but both guys are Auburn guys. Well, well Cam started just, at Florida until he threw that laptop out the window. So you could argue that. Oh, and, but Jared Sims started at Baylor and then he transferred to Auburn. So I mean, like both, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's kind of a weird coincidence, right? Yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you half credit for that. I mean, I'm not asking for credit. I'm just, I'm just, I mean, <laughs> would, uh, who would you like to win the division? 75% Cam, Cam is 75% of himself or 100% Josh Allen? Well, 100% Josh Allen is 75% Cam. Is it though? I don't know. It's pretty close. I mean, if you're asking uh, Josh That's Allen at 2019 level, whatever you expect him to be in 2020 based on what you saw the first two years. If Cam's not 100% healthy, I don't think that he'll. I would argue that the surrounding players are better in Buffalo than they are in. Oh, easy, I think easily. So, you know, you have to figure out what, what, what percentage Cam's showing up, I guess, and then go from there. Cause Josh Allen, I feel like he's going to be Josh Allen. He may improve. He may throw for a hundred more yards and two more touchdowns and another interception, but I don't think he's going to magically turn into whatever version of, you know, he ain't going to be Lamar Jackson or whatever next year. I was really hoping that, uh, Jared Sidden would have a bunch of rushing yards from college. I remember him. He's fast. He's a good athlete, but I don't know why. He didn't know. run a bunch at Auburn for whatever reason. Malzahn didn't do that. I mean, I just, I was just sort of wondering if like maybe, I don't, I don't know. I was just trying to think of like maybe the Patriots just install this like zone read offense and just, I mean, just zig when everybody else is zagging. Can't let him take all those hits. I'll ask one more thing. I don't know if you have anything well, else. Well, on the hits though, Cam, Cam's never gotten hurt in his career when he's running. He gets hurt when he stays in the pocket and holds the ball too long and takes big shots. In my, in my, what was his foot? Wasn't that running after the? No, he was, in a, he was, he was scrambling from, um, in the, in the preseason, he was scrambling from a bunch of pressure and he tried to keep the play alive for some reason instead of throwing the ball away and he got hit. So what if Cam is a hundred percent throughout the season leads the Patriots to the Super Bowl and they're facing a hundred percent Tom Brady? Who are you taking? Ooh, that's, I'll, I'll take Bill Belichick's team. Ooh. That's a good, great question, right? That, I mean, that would be everyone's fantasy here. The Super Bowl's on CBS. It's in Tampa. We want a Patriots Buccaneers Super Bowl. You would take the Patriots in Tampa against Tampa Brady. Oh, I mean, they got be, a cannon? Who cares? That would be Belichick's swan song. He would yeah. retire after that. He'd rub <laughs> it in. I, I wanted, I wanted one without Brady you know what? on his turf with Cam Newton, who has, who was 0 and 8, uh, coming into 2019. Belichick would walk into the field for that game dressed up as a Buccaneer and stand there <laughs> on the sidelines with a sword. Hey, just hey, don't forget, he did dress up like a pirate for Randy Boss. And there Hal. you go. Yeah. So, I mean, there's I, some, some tenuous connections there as well. Um, okay. So what, uh, real quickly on fa- fantasy wise, uh, Jamie says Cam will quote, be a top 15 fantasy quarterback with huge weekly upside. What do you think about that, Sean? I, I know I just talked up Cam as the reason I'm switching to the Patriots. I I don't necessarily want him in fantasy leagues. I think it's the kind of guy you don't draft. Who, Breach, who are the Patriots playing in week one? Why, why are you going to put me on the spot? You're the, like you're the schedule guru. You know every team. That's a Wilson question. I know. It really but, is I, a Wilson but I really set up Breach for failure there. I know you did. They're playing the I, Dolphins, though. Ooh. See, I, 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 I wanted to rub it in that you were being mean. Uh, look, if you're in a 10 team league, I'm not drafting Cam Newton. I, I'm waiting to see what happens, and I'm playing matchups. He, Who are you taking he, first, Cam Newton or Ben Roethlisberger? Did you ben say ten team league? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's the most common league size. Like, I'm not drafting him. For me, I am take. I'm playing matchups. If yes, if he has an enticing matchup and he's healthy, absolutely. But I still need to see it before I 
fully. Well, this. that's the thing. If I'm in a fantasy draft, I'm demanding that the draft is held after the preseason, something like September 1st, so I can see Cam Newton on the field. There's going to be at least two preseason games. See him in action, see whether or not he's healthy, and then at that point, it's whether or not you feel comfortable that he can last the entire season. But, I mean, he's the type of guy. Lamar Jackson ended up being a steal for almost everyone uh, last year. Cam Newton as a rookie was a steal. Right, exactly. So this is one of those things where you buy low on Cam Newton, all of a sudden you win your fantasy title because he has a huge season with the Patriots. Let me uh, ask I, this, fantasy okay. nerds. Uh, are you taking Cam Newton or Joe Burrow? Mm, don't I would take Joe Burrow. Thank you. Yeah, probably Joe Burrow. I, 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 mean, I even think because even the Bengals suck, we saw Dalton be able to put up decent numbers in garbage time late in games that I think Burrow. You're going to be begging volume. for Dalton by Halloween, Sean. You're going to wish you had Dalton in Chicago. Well, they're, 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 I've been wait. I've been saying this the whole offseason that I wanted Dalton in Chicago. Don't turn this into I was banging the drum for Nick Foles. I wanted Andy Dalton the whole time. Well, I mean, look, the Bengals are going to be throwing the ball a ton. Um, they're going to suck. And Burrow has good game. weapons. Their defense probably won't be that great. So I, I just think there's a lot of upside there for Burrow to have a big rookie season. Whereas, like as we just pointed out, Cam unlikely to throw. You know, I think 500 passing attempts would be a, a pretty big shocker. He has to stay healthy. He also has to beat out Jared Stidham. I know you guys are saying that's a, a guaranteed thing, but you know, he's still got to do it. Like Burrow is the guy. Burrow's starting. You know he's starting, and you're going to get 16 games out of him. Um, the uh, I, I'm I taking Burrow. Also, just two quick reasons. Number one, if the Bengals suck, he's going to get he's going to rack up the garbage time stats, and if they're good, it's going to be because of Burrow. So no downside. Go Burrow. Yeah, that was those were the same reasons we all said. But thank you. Uh, would you rather have Cam Newton or Teddy Bridgewater for 2020 in fantasy? Cam. <sighs> I would take Cam because I don't know what is Teddy going to be able to do. I don't know. I mean, they have C Mac and they have. Um, I think everybody would rather have Cam. Who do you think? Do you think Cam actually scores more? I guess is the question. I, I don't know. Here's the thing: Bill Belichick has a great track record with guys who they get off this quote unquote scrap heap, but he also cuts a lot of those guys. Like he'll bring those guys in if they don't work out, and they're gone. They're not hanging around. I mean, Chad Ochocinco went to the Super Bowl. I think they lost that Super Bowl, but he didn't contribute virtually at all throughout that that time he was there. Um, Antonio Brown left for other reasons, but um, guys like Corey Dillon, Breach's guy, had success. Randy Moss had success, but they also traded Randy Moss um, two years after that great season or whenever that was. So what if Cam – I mean, Cam can get cut. Yeah, well, that's the thing is it's a one-year $7.5 million max deal. It's mostly incentives, so there's no guarantee that Cam even plays. You know, I mean, like, or that he that he makes the roster. Like, if he's – he might be on – he might start the season on the physically unable to perform list. He might – you know, I mean, it, who knows? You know, yeah. th- I, there's there is some there's plenty of uncertainty still with Cam Newton. And I think it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how the contract's structured because, as we talked about, uh, I think in the past week or so, the Patriots have the worst cap situation in the NFL right now. They only have 1.3 million dollars in available cap space, according to Over the Cap. So they're going to have to squeeze. This is probably going to be a veteran minimum deal where everything else is an incentive. So that you no, it is. Pay- That's it is right. it's bare minimum deal with the incentives. So the incentives aren't payable till next year uh, if they're uh, deemed, like, unreachable. So maybe the Patriots are like, yeah, he's not going to win our job. But, uh, yeah, so it's going to be. Well, and, you know, one thing they could do to uh, to, to uh, save some or create some cap space would be to sign Joe Tooney to a longer-term deal if they wanted to do that. Nobody is – I'm not saying that they will or won't before July 15th. I love um, you beating the drum for every NC State NFL player. Well, he's, he's, he's a franchise tag guy, so that's a pretty big cap hit that you could quickly alleviate. It's sort of basic football 
acumen and knowledge. Go Wolfpack. All right. Oh, by the way, uh, you know what? Debo, Debo wanted us to get out. Can't get out quite yet. Because uh, I got something to say. The Patriots screwing over the Bengals and cheating and filming their right. game back in December. Uh, the punishment finally came out. Of course, New England, I'm sure the punishment was coming out today no matter what. And they were like, you know what? Let's, well, the deal's not done with Cam. Let's just get it done now. So that overshadows this entire thing. Uh, but the Patriots got fined $1.1 million. They lose a third round draft pick. Uh, so the NFL hit them pretty hard for uh, something the Patriots claimed was innocent. Um, do you believe that the Patriots wronged the Bengals? Do you think the Patriots caused the Bengals to be the worst team in football last year? Yes, I do. I think that filming that intimidated the Bengals into being a bad team, and I think the Patriots sold their video to every other team so if they all had to step up on the Bengals. If the Patriots didn't cheat, the Bengals would have won the Super Bowl. The thing That's is that they, even if they did give that video to every other team, it just meant that the Bengals didn't lose by ten points; they lost by twenty-four points. I mean, that's the thing. The thing is humiliating. Is like you felt like you needed to record the Bengals. Yeah, you paid a million dollars in a mid-round pick to film the Cincinnati Bengals. What yeah, a in a game that like you won by accident, like you <laughs> like you weren't gonna lose, like you were playing terribly and still won the game by accident. And like, what do you need a leg up on Zach Taylor? Here's hey, hey Billy, Billy Belichick. Uh, here's my login for NFL Game Pass. Go knock yourself out, pal. Like it's not that hard. Like go watch some all twenty-two and just you know, just carefully stare at Zach Taylor wandering motionless, like like expressionless, up and down the field, completely obliterated in terms of try, attempting to know what he's trying to do in his first season as a pathetic Bengals coach. The third round pick is actually that's that's legit. But the one point one million dollar that's just like what do you why are you wasting people's time with that? Yeah, I mean you know. Makes a big deal. Well, but the other part of that is that Cam Newton leaves the Patriots. They could potentially get a third round compensatory pick, compensatory pick. So now you have, uh, now you're even. Belichick's even because that's what he does. He's not going to lose at anything. I mean, maybe that, I mean, that, that might be why he signed him. He's like, you know what? If I'm going to, if I'm going to lose a third round pick, at least I will get one back. Nice of Sean to disappear in the, the waning seconds of our YouTube show. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure he knew that he was being on video. Rolling around, nothing else to worry about. Like he's got, you know. Unbelievable. It's like the guy. Ryan, like, Ryan is just jealous because he's been holding his pee for like 20 minutes and has to go so bad because he's drinking red wine. And I just got up and left the camera without a big deal. Does red wine make you pee more? I don't feel like it does me. He's an idiot. He has no idea. So I'm fine. Beer makes me pee. Yeah. It's alcohol that, okay. I'm not old. That's not this, how that this works. is not a, yeah, it's not a problem for me. You're right. It's I not, it's it not, it's not the level of alcohol that makes you pee. It's the volume of liquid that you ingest. No alcohol. Okay. You know what? We're not getting into this argument. <laughs> am I, I, am I missing something? Is it, is it, oh, al- is it, ignore. he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's not alcohol. I, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about because it, this is not something that affects me. But do you think like liquor makes you pee more than like wine? It, isn't it, isn't it? Well, no, I'm, I was, I thought, it, I, correct me if I'm wrong, that like alcohol, like coffee, Makes you pee more. It is, yes. It is a, uh, you think it's that a, was th- literally the only assumption I was making. No, it makes you pee more because if you drink like 30 beers, your body's full of like whatever 30 times 12 is. It's not because there's like, somewhere out there, there's like a scientist who's listening to us talk about this just shaking their head. We've had that happen a couple times. We're going to get a review from a scientist. It's going to be five stars for football, one star for our yeah, science. Okay. Average out the three stars. Alcohol makes you pee more. Yeah. No one disputes that. Coffee does too. You are That's just, literally what I just said. So thank you. You, are, you, know, you, you, know else, you know what else makes you pee more? Water. No, alcohol makes you pee more than drinking water does. This is by far Devo's probably just throwing his like. He, can't, he, can't, he wants to fire you so bad, Sean. 
So if Sean's not back next week, he got fired oh, for this podcast. <laughs> if I'm not here on the podcast a week from now, it's because Devo finally flexed his power and got rid of me. He couldn't get rid of Brinson, so we got rid of Sean. Actually, I didn't know this. The, yeah, yeah. This is what got Sean fired. The ADH signals your kidneys to hold on to water. By suppressing ADH, alcohol can make your kidneys release more water. Interesting. Right? Learn something every day. Also, it's the volume of the liquid that you put in your body. Dumb, dumb. No, there's a reason why Ryan can't drink beer. Like Ryan can drink water during the podcast. He just and he can't last. He can last an hour and a half on the podcast. If he drinks a beer or wine during the podcast, he has to go pee halfway through because it's alcohol. No, he gets drunk and he has to go like check himself out in the mirror and steady himself. He has I love. Beer. I love knowing that this will be on YouTube forever, so my kids can watch <laughs> this in 20 years. Talking about my bladder and why I had to take pee breaks so often. So thanks, so, Daddy. This is why you wear diapers now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes it is. Sean. All Brooks. right, that's the show. Cam Newton to the Patriots. Make sure and check out our Monday mailbag. We will have uh top ten positional rankings all throughout the week. Love the love talking to you guys. Talk to you guys soon. The time has come for drag queens to save the world. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is back on Paramount Plus, and for the first time ever, I want you to use your talent for good for a change. <laughs> Eight iconic queens are competing for the charity of their choice. This is how you do drag. Who will slay it forward, win cash for their favorite cause, and a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. New season streaming May 17th exclusively on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.